This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. After six months of farcical basketball, Amal Shaw, I guess it's a dichotomy, you know, a contrast, because apparently we've got two months of legit basketball ahead of us as the NBA postseason is upon us. This is the Lombardi Line. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point. Michael Lombardi on a well-deserved break. Sitting in his stead today is the legend, Amal Shaw. Amal Shaw 1 on Twitter is where you can find him. And when I say he's fired up to start the show, that would be an understatement. Welcome, my friend. Great to be here with you. I don't know if I'd use the word legend, but I liked your term in reference to the NBA farcical. Absolutely great word choice. Well, you're betting into uh, markets are speculative, right? But there's nothing more nebulous than is this dude going to try tonight? And the idea for six months, think about it, October through April, and then you get two months kind of a sprint uh, towards the championship. But think about what you're doing invariably when you're betting the NBA in the regular season and people like JV2 do a great job of capping it, but you can't cap something that's uncappable and that is effort from game to game and it's just impossible. Excellent point you make there. One of the biggest issues that the league has going forward is in terms of when guys are going to play, when they're sitting out. To me, it's a real disservice because so many teams play in certain markets once a year. You don't get an opportunity to see certain superstars consistently. It's a big problem. But now we'll get everybody except, oh, Luca. He won't play today or possibly in game two as well. I don't think he's coming back to game three. We're going to get to that one coming up in just a little bit. That's the... First one to tip today, the Jazz at the Mavs. That number flipped, opened the Dallas Mavericks three. It's flipped all the way to five. Think about what he's worth in the number. If you thought about Paul George last night, it was about three and a half-ish. I mean, that's an eight-point flip right there with Luka. I mean, he's everything to the Mavs. We understand this, but that's a drastic flip on the line. Yeah, I'm a little bit surprised by the, how much of an impact he has on the number. Because remember, Luka only plays 47 feet, whereas at least Paul George plays the full 94 getting started early it is but but back to the idea of betting the regular season which it's it's a disservice to the better certainly to the viewer but what i find interesting about this postseason as we get underway is the death 
Remember Death of Auto-Tune? Oh, I shouldn't bring up a rap thing with you, Amal Shah, but remember the death of Auto-Tune? How about the death of the super team? The idea that some of these teams that are built from within, the second youngest team in the league in Memphis, maybe the deepest team built through the draft. You know, Phoenix, outside of adding one piece and Paul built through the draft. I know you're waiting for your zing. I'll get to you in a second. <laughs> but the Lakers don't make the postseason, obviously. You've got the Clippers, who just got bounced, super team. You've got the 76ers, who are many are predicting Toronto can win this series, super team. So we do have kind of rooting interest against that super team and teams that are building the right way. And no, you're absolutely right. By the way, you can make a rap, refer a rap reference as long as it's like Kumo D, uh, you know, NWA, something from the 80s. that KRS actually was, one <laughs> you know, DMC. 100%. Something that's actually good. <laughs> 100p. 100p. But uh, do you, you understand what I'm yeah. saying? Like, there is a sea change here as far as what happened with the Lakers was a disaster this year. Who thought Russell Westbrook was going to work on that team? No. But w what I do like is that kind of, uh, to use the word again, that contrast dichotomy between these super teams who we're pulling against and some of the teams that are doing it the right way uh we're gonna have uh, timberwolves grizzlies coming up later today that's the second game to tip there in memphis that place is going to be insane it's a seven opener down to six and a half so minnesota and that offense getting some love but i do i do think that there is something to this idea that we might see teams you know everything's cyclical transitioning back to doing it the right way yeah, you're absolutely right and i think if you look at memphis you look at minnesota the way they've been able to build their teams Golden State, really the benchmark when you look at that. They've done it through the draft. Draymond Green, obviously, Good Clay point. and Steph, those are the guys that really have led this league for the last half a dozen plus years. And I think Memphis with Jaron Jackson, he was a number four overall pick out of Michigan, Michigan State. State. Yeah, Thank absolutely. Um, and then, of course, Ja out of Murray State as well. They've done a great job. Desmond Bain's been a great find for them out of TCU. Young team, good core, going the right way. And I think you look at Minnesota, similar situation. I think teams are starting to realize you got to value those draft picks. You got to succeed. You got to hit on those picks. And now we're going to see an interesting series. I think it's going to be a lot of fun when you look at this. I get Phoenix is obviously the the favorite and correctly so in the Western Conference. But I think out East, East Patrick, it is going to be an absolute uh, roll of the dice. So. Amal, when we're talking about the differences with regular and postseason betting, uh, let's Let's outline a few of the variables. It's more physical. The refs are going to swallow the whistle. You're going to play at a slower pace. Uh, every possession's a premium. You know, shorten up the benches. W look, we've seen it already with the play-ins. The favorites go 6-0 and straight up, 5-1 and ATS. The unders, 6-0. and So what does that tell you already? We're starting to see. I guess they don't want us to call them the playoffs, the, the play-in. But already Whatever what you're want. starting to see is defense being played and the home court mattering. You're absolutely right. You know, perfect example last night, Patrick, I, I was not watching the first game, but I, excuse me, the second game, but I saw they had a uh, fourth quarter total of 56 and a half. And I went mm -hmm. back and looked at the previous games throughout the course of the week. Only one game exceeded that and got to 57. And I didn't think this was a scenario where unless you wind up with a plethora of fouls down the stretch that you were going to exceed that number. This thing barely gets over. Uh, it doesn't even get to 50 in the fourth quarter. It turns into a defensive game. The other thing is, and I talk, about, I talk about this all the time, in-game opportunities. I said before the Cavs game, I don't like the game. In the second quarter, you could have gotten the Atlanta Hawks plus seven and a half. You could have gotten them for the second half number plus ten and a half. At halftime down ten, you could have gotten them plus five. So many great opportunities. 
Game was tied at the end of three quarters, I believe. Uh, so if you're just patient and wait for in-game opportunities, don't take these numbers before the game starts if you're not enamored with one side or the other. I, I would ask you this because nobody's better than Amal, and Amal can be surly, but he's a good guy. Don't let the tough facade fool you. But he's also a tremendous better when it comes to in-game betting. I'm going to ask you this. Sit in 2022 as we head into the NBA postseason. What would you say the percentage of plays uh, before the tip and post-tip would be for you? Are you uh, now, are you closer to 50-50 or are you now pretty much all in-game? 90-10 in-game. In, in game. Yeah, Wait the, to see how it plays out with pacing. And Well, give you a perfect example last night. Uh, Pirates Nationals game, total was nine. Thought the number was fairly accurate where it was. Waited on the in-game, got a 10 and a half. Mm -hmm. Dodgers first five was a uh, five or a four and a half, depending on where you got the number. As soon as the Reds leadoff guy got on base, it was a five and a half first five. Mm. So you're getting such a better number. And look, Basketball is one of those sports where if it's high scoring, you may stay at that pace throughout the game. But in baseball, generally speaking, just because you have an explosive first or second inning doesn't mean you're going to be able to duplicate that throughout the game. So there's opportunities to be able to wait and get numbers that are far superior. It doesn't mean you're going to win every time. Perfect example yesterday. Who the hell knew Joe Madden would walk Corey Seager with the bases loaded intentionally? But, you know, <laughs> not the, that you're bitter. No, I'm not. I'm just saying it's just types of those types of things you can't necessarily account for. There's stupidity along the way. You know, you know. We see the Minnesota um, Wild pull the goaltender down three with nine minutes to go. Montreal barely pulls the goaltender down two goals with two and a half minutes to go, uh, thanks to a uh, you know icing on one end, and that's the only reason. So these are things you got to consider and factor in in terms of how teams play and their approach. It'll help you in terms of how you determine to uh, take on the end game. You just used three sports to answer my one question. Would you like to mix in some soccer references while we're at it? By the way, you and I should bet some soccer in game. Uh, today well, during the show, Freiburg. No, forget that. I can't mess with the FA Cup because it'd be higher scoring. Got to check the lineups right now between Liverpool and, of course, Man City. Man City in that one. Yeah. Okay. So, so, and it almost is the dirty little secret for books when in-game betting. I'm gonna think like 07-ish is when I was offshore, starting to really get involved in-game. You can give me a different year, but I'm thinking 07 you know, 08-ish, and it's kind of a dirty little secret where, the, you know, so many more sophisticated bettors are waiting for the game to get underway because you can take advantage of the updated number. Well, think about this from the Hawks game last night. The Cavs get off to a 39-25 start. Yeah, they were great early. They were on fire. Did you really believe in your heart of hearts that Atlanta would lose the game by 8, 9, 10, 11 points? Sure, it's possible. Doesn't mean it's necessarily going to happen. There's so many different ways you can get off plays you can middle the game. Oh, There's yeah. so many different opportunities there. And we saw it. The Cavaliers led for three quarters of this basketball game. In the fourth quarter, Atlanta takes over. And they end up winning the game by, I think, what, six points? We're going to talk about these series prices as well. Yeah, you nailed it there. 107-101, the Hawks beat the Cavs. I didn't think – I thought the Hawks were a smack dab right in the middle in this game just because of the pacing of that game. It was kind of up and down, and the Cavs don't like generally to play that pace. Now, Jared Allen was back. He makes a difference specifically yeah. in the paint defensively. Uh, but you could tell he was still banged up. But that's a uh, Atlanta cover on the road. Obviously, that stays under the posted total. Ended up closing 223, 222 and a half. So stays well under. And that's what we're talking about as far as postseason betting. Understand this is a completely different game. And we saw the unders cash a 6 and 0 to the under, obviously, in the play in tournament. And then the Pelicans late. Ingram, I know you were getting your beauty sleep, which is well deserved. But Ingram uh, and the bench showed up for the Pelicans at the clip with no Paul George. Yeah, that was huge. Uh, that had an impact on this one. But how about the Clippers with that big comeback in the third quarter? They outscore the Pels by 20 points. At one point, led 86-74. You figure 
if you're Steve Ballimore, you're making plans for the next round, but give New Orleans credit. And I'll tell you what, if Zion Williamson can ever get his fat ass back in the game, hmm. this team is going to be really interesting. I said before he came out of Duke, I said he's going to be a bust because of injuries. This guy doesn't play. What has he played, like 85 games in three years? An early morning ass blast on the <laughs> Lombardi line just to get us kind of situated and centered here. <laughs> 100%. Can you imagine how dangerous this team well, would be with Zion? So McCollum's been a huge difference. He's, he's a he's difference been incredible. maker. He can Look, get a shot wherever. McCollum's a great two. Ingram, Tremendous. Ingram yes. could be a two in essence. Valachunas goes to four instead of becoming your three guy. So now all of a sudden, think about it with Zion as your one, how deep this team becomes. They've got a legit core there. They can really be impactful. I, I love McCall McCollum in terms of what he can do. And Brandon Ingram, you know, he's a tremendous two player. overall pick out of Duke. Absolutely. I mean, this guy can really play. He, yeah, he was tremendous last night. McCollum, though, I think McCollum getting away from Dame yeah. has helped him because Ingram doesn't have that kind of dogmatic personality, and right. I don't think he's a true one, and I think he's cool with letting McCollum kind of run the offense the way he is. By the way, series prices, Atlanta and Miami. Uh, Miami right now, minus 400. Atlanta, Atlanta coming back the other way, 320. How about the Grizz and Phoenix? The Phoenix Suns, minus 2,500 and plus 1,100 coming back the other way. It's going to be an interesting one. I think Phoenix, though, is going to be a team that really is going to be a force in this postseason. I said the Grizz, the Suns. We're just getting started here. Lombardi line, I'm all Shaw in. We continue with the series prices next. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare to the Lombardi line on v featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, first bet wants you to get in on all the horse racing action. Sign up today with the promo code Vegas1000. Receive 10 bucks instantly and up to $1,000 bonus. Visit vcin.com slash horses for details. Use the bonus code Vegas1000. And here's our plays from Express Bet analyst Jeff Siegel today. Santa Anita 
Amal loves it, the great race place there in California. Race five, he likes the one horse. Do it for Andrew, seven to two on the morning line. In race 10 at Santa Anita, he likes the 10 horse, hero status, five to two morning line. So there you go, Jeff Siegel's plays express bet as we welcome you back here on the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM, Michael Lombardi in Carolina, hanging out with the family, a well-deserved break. You see uh, my man, no sport jacket. Why would he? He is Amal Shaw to my right, to your left, as we say, good morning to Amal. If you missed the first 10 minutes, you missed a lot. And that is generally what comes with Amal Shaw. Hi, buddy. I'm <laughs> well, you asked me no sport coat. Have you seen the rest of the people here? I'm trying to make this thing a fair fight. <laughs> Just trying, I'm just letting you know where we stand. Now, where we stand with the postseason, there's big questions. And I'll, I'll start with the names, and we'll get to the impact, and then we'll move on to the Jazz Mavs series price in game one, which is the first tip, 1 East, 10 o'clock our time. Ben Simmons, do we see him in, the, in round one against the Celtics for the Nets? Yeah, I think we see him sitting right there on the bench where he's been all year. In terms of playing, probably not. We'll see maybe potentially in game three or four. He would be a tremendous addition because when you look at what he brings defensively, that's the one thing that concerned me out of Philadelphia, him leaving was between him, Thibel, and of course, Embiid, what you could do defensively. And in the playoffs, having a stopper, a guy like him who could guard uh, one through five makes a huge difference. And hopefully he can get things figured out um, by maybe the advice of Rich Paul and LeBron James didn't go as quite as he wanted, but We'll see what happens. Did you see him, forward. by the way, the last time on the bench? He was sitting there looking like a Jolly Rancher in the I, no, green getup. You no, didn't see that? Uh -uh. I, I saw you wearing that outfit one time. <laughs> uh, the Celtics defense, by whatever metric you want to measure them, have been exemplary this year. However, part of that over two blocks a game is Robert Williams. Is he coming back? for? I heard the surgery went well. If Williams comes back, this is a bad omen for the Nets because he does so many things defensively for the Celtic team. And the rumors are he could be coming back for round one. Yeah, absolutely. He's out with the knee injury. And to your point, Patrick, I think a guy like Robert Williams is even more valuable in today's NBA than maybe certain players in past situations. He's like a Dennis Rodman in this yes, sense. Yes, good, good comparison. Because he's going to do – the things that most guys don't want to do, defend, rebound, you know, help you create screens offensively, get putbacks and junk ball opportunities. So many guys want the offense to facilitate through them that when you have a player that's willing to do other things, it makes it easier when you've got superstars like Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum to be able to do exactly what they need to. Yeah, I think that's well put. And then Steph Curry, he's going to give it a go tonight in game one. So we'll get to him. I asked you about the potential misses because the biggest miss is tipping off here at one. That's no Luka Doncic. Yeah. And this series price moved Utah a minus 115 favorite on the opener all the way up to minus 300 on the series. Of course, this is a matchup. And here's my question for you because I, I think you're going to be in line with me. Utah has to prove something here. The last five years, conference semis, conference semis, knocked out in the first round, knocked out in the first round, conference semis. They haven't gotten to a conference finals, and we've seen this team win 50-plus games consistently. they got to show us something. Completely agree with you. I think you summarized it perfectly. You know, one thing that to me is a starting point when you look at a team that has an opportunity to win a championship, you want a defensive stopper. They've had that in Rudy Gobert now for a long time. I think Donovan Mitchell is a very good player. I don't put him in an elite superstar category. I think he's just a tier below yep. that. 
But I think they've got a lot of guys that understand their role, that play within the system. Quinn Snyder's done a great job for this team. Yeah, regular season, though, Amal. That's what I'm saying. We have not seen it pay off in in the postseason. By the way, since the All-Star break, the Jazz have been terrible. And you're absolutely correct in everything you've said. And I always say that in hockey with, you know, the Florida Panthers and Sergei Bobrovsky. I got to see it in the playoffs. And it's Utah Jazz. Show me something. I don't – look, they'll get to pass Dallas because of the Doncic injury. But – do you really believe this team's getting to the Western semi? I mean, excuse me, the Western Conference Finals. I think they get to the semis, and regardless of who they face, they're going to be gone. One thing we do know: two under teams here. Uh, Dallas was the under team this year, forty-nine and thirty-one to the under. Jake Kidd getting in there and instilling a slow it down offense and yeah. a defense that's been awesome is surprising. And then also Utah, a big time under team, forty-four and thirty-seven to the under. That's why if you take a look, look at this plummet as far as the total today in Dallas. 217 and a half. And of course, a lot of this has to do with Luca. Look where that number's sitting now. It's 209 on the total. <laughs> 209. Big, big, big move there. It's hard sometimes at this point in time to play this game under. But Patrick, if you want to play it under, I would wait and hopefully the game gets off to a just a flying start. Both teams are knocking down shots. Maybe you get a 212, 213, 14 in game and you take it under at that point. If not, you just stay off of it because. At 209 in today's NBA, even with these two teams giving a defensive effort, it's hard to see it staying that low. I mean, that's an extremely low number. That game last night, um, the Clippers come down and jack up a, a Reggie Jackson three. I understand they're in desperate time, but one thing I always love the way Duke attacks, right? You go to the basket in the NBA, it's hard to get guys to miss free throws, yeah. but you could theoretically in just two possessions wind up with eight points. So I think that number it's too low to go under for me. You know, what's fascinating about what you said about the low total and you and I know this because we're, I guess, veterans a little older than most of the new betters getting into the industry as it explodes right now. When somebody sees a 209 total, they're like, damn, that's low because right. you're looking at others on the board up in the 230s. How about, I don't know, 10 years ago, totals were 180. 12 years ago, 180. I mean, think about think about it, the old Eastern Conference. You the were Knicks bet- in the Heat. The Knicks in the Heat. You <laughs> yeah. were betting into one t- Plus 170s, plus 180s. You were betting into those numbers. And even if you're taking it over, then you're already looking for overtime three minutes into the game. (laughs) I mean, you know, to me, when you look at these numbers, it's the game has changed. The one thing to pay attention to, and now it won't happen in the playoffs as much, obviously, but during the regular season, and I know it's past us, just keep in mind for the future, these teams play defense like it's open gym. Yeah. Right, like it's point game. You might get a defensive effort from yeah. somebody. Yeah, but we've said it, it, it does get a little bit different. As you mentioned, we're already 6-0 and to the under with the play-in scenario. Wow. So here's the question as far as Dallas is concerned. And, you know, imagine if they didn't add Dinwiddie. I mean, Dinwiddie has been a godsend for this yeah. team. So where they get offense without Luka. And, again, if you're just joining us, it looks like Luka's going to miss game one and game two, potentially back for game three. But, I mean, this shifts the series completely. I don't know how you measure MVP, but to this team, nobody's more valuable than Luka. Completely agree with you. I can't think of a singular player that, if you take them off, any team has this much of an impact. I I think Luka's got to be Giannis. Yeah, actually, you're right. Maybe you got Middleton, but he doesn't really have – Brunson's a tremendous player, and we just talked about Dinwiddie who can get hot – from the field, but he, I think you might be right. I think to his specific team, Jokic, without Murray and without Porter Jr., Jokic yeah, has depends, to be in the but, conversation. But Luka doesn't have a supporting, right? Like, we point to Middleton, we point to Holiday on the Bucks. When you look at Denver when they're healthy, Murray and Porter as well, 
Uh, but when you look at Luca, I mean, you got to buy a program every time you go to a Mavs game. I mean, this is like the college all-stars. Brunson, Dinwiddie, Hardaway, Dorian Finney-Smith. <laughs> Your boy, Dorian Finney-Smith. These are two teams, obviously, that like to stroke it from three-point range. The Jazz, second in attempts, second in makes. The percentage of points that comes from three-point uh, land for both the Jazz and the Mavs, top 10. The Mavs also, the Mavs do nothing down low. Everything's, they're a jump shot team. That's the challenge for them, right? They're so perimeter based that if you're not shooting the ball well, they're 35% from beyond the arc, a very good number. But if you're not consistent or if they're really guarding that, and I think with a guy like Rudy Gobert and you're not worried about these guys on dribble penetration, you can really guard the three-point line. This is going to be an interesting game and in number one to see how Utah plays against them on the perimeter. Do you think it's an overreaction on the Luka miss to go essentially from the Mavs lane three to now? I just see in the books the Jazz are moving to five and a half. That's an eight and a half point move. And understand, we just said he is the most valuable to his team singularly. Yeah. But do you think it's an overreaction? I do not from this standpoint. I think the overreaction comes when you have a number that crosses a, goes across zero. Look, if a line's at one and it goes to minus one, what was, the, what was the theory of your bet? You were making a bet with a team to lose by one point so you could push? I never understood that argument. It's the most idiotic thing I hear from people. Um, but to me, so in essence, you were in a situation where the Dallas had to win the basketball game, potential foul late, and now you're in a situation where you got to win by a couple of possessions. I think the five gets to be in a bit of a high number. But again, Patrick, this is where you sit there and you wait. And just you don't even have to watch the game. Just watch the in-game number. And you see that anything at below three, just take it. And if the Jazz don't win, fine, you live with the result. But you can get a better number. I'm fairly confident at some point in time, Dallas will have a lead in this game. If we can throw that game board up, I want to just further Amal's point. Once you get into that five range, I'm looking money line. I'm laying the $2. Yeah, and especially in the playoffs. Yeah, especially in the playoffs. Yeah. The amount of games you're going to lose late at the free throw line is unbelievable. Well, think about this. Clippers are home right now preparing for the offseason because they couldn't make free throws last night. <laughs> You seem like somebody that was fundamentally sound growing <laughs> up. Were you a good free throw shooter? I, I was. When you don't have other skills, you got to do the fundamental things well. I can play defense. That's why. <laughs> do you have a lean today? I guess you're waiting in game, but it sounds like you're leaning jazz. Um, I would lean towards the jazz to win, but I'm not laying five at American Airlines. Early start time there. Remember, this is going to go at, uh, I think, what, noon Eastern? Hey, that's or, a good question. You covered D Dallas. You were a part of the esteemed Dallas media. What's that barn going to be like today? I, I think it'll be lukewarm. Lukewarm? No. Did I do that? Did we do yeah. that on a Saturday? Am I that's why I said no. Am I hungover? <laughs> and I'm glad you said no. Coming up next, the Timberwolves and the Grizzlies as we continue. It's the Lombardi line. to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now once again, here's Patrick Maher. The NFL draft is right here in Las Vegas. We'll have extensive coverage, including mock drafts from Matt Humans, Michael Lombardi, a former NFL GM, will give his draft analysis. Decent host Mike Pritchard, who's a former first-round pick, and Sean King, a Super Bowl champion, will give you insight that you can bet on. Also, legendary sports broadcaster and voice of the Raiders, Brent Musburger, will give you his draft's best bets, best bets in our draft betting guide. Nailed Sign it. up today for and get full access to uh, winning. All your bets this week through VEASAN.com, the only draft you need for $19 of VEASAN.com slash draft. 
Who the hell wrote this? Stevie Wonder? <laughs> the mall Shaw sitting in for Michael Lombardi. We've got him doing reads here on the Lombardi line. It is VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. What's your issue with the copy? Well, because it's a Super Bowl winning champion. I've never heard a Super Bowl losing champion. <laughs> I mean, I can't argue <laughs> with the specifics. I, uh, I don't argue if I can't substantiate my arguments. I uh, completely understand. So I'd love to hear your argument. Uh, the Timberwolves beating the Memphis Grizzlies as we transition. A big favorite, of course, for the Grizzlies. Second best record in the NBA. They were the best ATS-wise. By the way, I love watching this team by any metric you measure. Outside of free throw shooting, they're ridiculous, but they're also deep. And we talked about doing it the right way. I mean, think about how they built this team. They've got a head coach nobody's yeah. ever heard of in Taylor Jenkins. Yep. Uh, John Morant was out. They went 20-5. and five. I mean, Jaron Jackson Jr. could be or should be defensive player of the year who you mentioned the stretch out of Michigan State. But you think about what they've accomplished this year. It's actually been unbelievable. Oh, you're absolutely right. And, you know, you mentioned Jenkins and that defensive effort. The one thing I love about guys that play defense, it's just an effort, right? It, it's it's really all about us. effort. It's all it is. Especially in the NBA. And I love the way this guy has really blossomed. I knew he was a big-time player when we came when he came out of Michigan State being the number four pick. But this team, you're absolutely right. Robert Perra, young guy. I think he's Patrick. He's your age. Thank he might you. be younger. The owner of the, uh, the Memphis Grizzlies. He's loaded. Well, generally, if you own an NBA team, <laughs> that's, that's thanks, Cap, thanks, Captain <laughs> Obvious. Touche. It's not like they're it's not like they're buying this team on layaway over here. It was He's, one of my worst comments <laughs> I've made in three years on the network that an NBA owner is rich. But man. I go ahead. Well, you know, it depends. You know, you have the or, former New York Islanders owner who might have been embezzling, so we yeah, don't know for yeah, sure. My but, man was broke. Yeah, but you know, th this team's done a nice job. Jenkins, young coach, done a great job so far with this team. I, I think this team's going to be dangerous. Uh, you know, the one thing that blows my mind is the record of the Memphis Grizzlies without John Morant in the lineup. And Patrick, here's the knock I have when Jaws in the lineup without him uh, compared to when he's uh, uh, missing. I think there's too much ball watching. I think it becomes one on five and too many people are watching him play instead of involvement because, you know, the kid coming out, Jaden Ivey, he reminds me a lot of Ja. Might might have the same level of athleticism. Yeah. Quicker, he might be quicker than Jaden, uh, excuse me, uh, than Morant getting up and down the floor, but I don't know if he's necessarily got the full uh, arsenal of athleticism. But it's going to be interesting to see how this team does. they got a great series they can win. But remember, this year, 2-2, two and two, the head-to-head -head during the regular season. You know, Memphis, Minnesota yeah. played them well. Minnesota's uh, the highest-scoring team in the league. I mean, this is a team that, since the All-Star break, has offensively, efficiency-wise, gone to another level. And to your point about Memphis, it's a true two-way team. They're top six in both offensive and defensive efficiency, which is something you generally don't see with a young team. And that's why I like the fact that you pointed to Jenkins. But let me ask you, these are two over teams, by the way. Minnesota was the over team. Like Dallas was the under team this year. Minnesota led the league in overs. And Memphis was ninth best. So you take a look at the total. Open 235. It's the only one to rise today. We're up to 236 and a half. By the way, the number, Memphis open six. Minnesota getting some love because everybody across the board, it's blanketed six and a half. So Minnesota getting a little love here. Is it deserved? I think so. This team could score the basketball. The one thing that stood out to me in this game was not necessarily the number. I would look at the dog here plus the six and a half, but was the total, Patrick, 235. High number for a playoff game, but I felt like this is the one game, even though it's so high, could easily push it. Both are younger teams, not as experienced. You know, you usually see the experienced teams like a Brooklyn. They're going to ratchet it up on term, in terms of their defensive effort. 
Uh, what do we see out of these two teams remains to be seen. But I think this could be the most entertaining series, not necessarily the most competitive. I think that's going to go to potentially the Boston series um, or the Philadelphia-Toronto one. But I think this could be the one. If you're just going to watch as a casual observer, I think this is the one you watch. D'Angelo Russell has been awesome this year against Memphis. I love Edwards. I'll tell you who was terrible in the plane, and that's Carl Anthony Towns. Little overrated, if we're being fair. Yeah, I would agree with you. I think he's a bit of a poor man's uh, Anthony Davis. Okay, that's and, fair. And I think he can do certain things. He has not necessarily been poisoned by LeBron yet, so that's good news for him. Um <laughs> AD should be the best player in the world and shouldn't even be close. How did LeBron enter the conversation about Memphis and Minnesota? Well, because it was AD I made the reference to. Oh, and AD enough. should be That's the best fair. player in the world. He really should be. Oh, the injuries kill him. Listen, guys, if they want to give an effort, unless they're giving the Zion Williamson effort, you can come back when you're doing 360 dunks. <laughs> That's fair enough. Questions about Memphis, not just in this series, but moving forward. Are you worried about them in the half court? And also, they're 28th in free throw shooting. That's the area of concern is free throws. Yep. The lack of their lack of ability to knock down free throws. And you bring up a great point from a betting standpoint. When you got a, a number and you're laying six and a half, you're going to have to hit some free throws to cover a game unless it's an absolute blowout. And I think that's crucial when you look at it. That's, that's a crucial element in terms of handicapping for me in college basketball. In the NBA, I just expect most teams to be upper 70s. Um, and you've got three to four guys are going to knock down free throws that are better than an 80% clip. But this team, for whatever reason, they consistently struggle at the free throw line. We were talking to them all to open the show about the contrast in betting the regular season and the postseason, mm -hmm. And the postseason becomes a half court game. Yeah. Obviously I mentioned uh, possessions are at a premium and this is where the Grizzlies have struggled this year. They're not as bad as they've been made out to be, uh, but obviously a team that likes to get out in transition. They're young. They're the second youngest team in the NBA. Do you know, do you know, Amal Shaw, who the youngest team in the NBA is? It's pretty obvious, but it's kind of a tricky question. Oklahoma City. So yeah, Memphis. I, now think about the dichotomy, the, the chasm there between <laughs> records and what Memphis <laughs> has done with young talent and what Oklahoma City does as they continue to stockpile draft picks. Uh, Alex Trebek, generally when you ask the question, do you afford people an opportunity to answer I, or no? I actually thought I was being a, a gentleman because I didn't want to embarrass I, you. Like, I'm going to get embarrassed. I didn't know the answer, but I wasn't going to get embarrassed. Were you kidding me? <laughs> I didn't want to embarrass you. Shut up, but, get embarrassed. Hey, Give think, me a break. Think, think about what Memphis did. Do you know this team started 9 and 10? And I did so not. since then, 47 and 16. I should have asked you what the well, record I, I was. I assumed it was then. a rhetorical question since there was not going to be an opportunity to answer. <laughs> 100%. We mentioned they're the best ATS team in basketball. 59, 29, and wow. 1 ATS. They're 42, 20, and 1 since that 9 and 10 start. So they've been ridiculous. It really is one of the bigger stories in all of sports, what Jenkins has done with this young team. You're absolutely right. Young guy out of Dallas, went to the St. Mark's School, a tremendous prep school in the Dallas area, goes to Wharton, uh, gets an economics degree, and then comes to work in the San Antonio Mafia. Anybody out there that's listening that's in college, you want to work in the NBA, go get a job in the San Antonio Mafia there. You will become a GM in this league if you're not an idiot. Even if you're not qualified, even if you're no good. That, think about Orlando. I don't want to go there. <laughs> I don't want to go there. <laughs> Let's that's funny. That's funny. You said that. <laughs> Would you like to follow up? I, I interviewed with the tragic for a front office position, Yeah, we uh, but Oklahoma City wanted to hire me, but the tragic didn't. We should highlight. I'm not just sitting next to uh, one of the most handsome men we've ever seen, but he also is accomplished. He has interviewed with NBA teams for a potential job in analytics. Well, I'll tell you this. Presty wanted me to take the job with them. 
the the Orlando Tragic, and I'll just say this: we haven't seen them. Did not. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> it didn't go well. <laughs> didn't go well. But Presti only went to the finals. <laughs> it did not go well. So we mentioned split the season series two two. One quick thing I will say about Game One specifically. And as far as scoring in the first quarter, nobody's been better this year than Minnesota. Uh, I start, I say that because Memphis hasn't played since last Sunday and they rested their starters. Does that concern you at all? To me, I would be looking potentially at a uh, first quarter under or a first half under in that spot because sometimes when you haven't played in seven days, just kind of getting yourself acclimated back in the flow offensively. Defensively, I'm never concerned, right? Defenses are generally ahead of the offense, and I'm not talking about for the duration of the game. I'm just saying for a 12-minute stretch, maybe instead of scoring 32 points, you wind up at 26 or 27. That could be the difference in terms of getting over on a first-half number. The home court is going to be insane. You don't yeah. think of Memphis, but that Memphis crowd, nobody cares about their team. It's kind of provincial, almost like a Green Bay feel down in Memphis, and they're going to be absolutely going nuts because they've really taken to this team, just like they did with Conley and Gasol. They've taken their tape, they've taken to this team. So we talked about what the difference is in betting the postseason. Home court matters here. Well, it's not like Penny's making a Final Four run right now at FedEx Forum. And so, you know, always an opportunity. You can take a day off from eating barbecue over there. Go watch the Grizzlies play. This has been a young, exciting team. you got to like what they have. Pair of one of the richest owners we talked about earlier. They're going to be able to spend money on this team. Do you have a lean? So, obviously, a big-time series price and a big-time favorite for Memphis. But game one, I'm a little surprised to see the number dip. With Minnesota getting a little love here, a seven down to six and a half. I can give you the bet MGM splits, and you can check out our splits over at vsin.com. Do you have a lean here? I think you mentioned you thought that total, which opened 235. Now it's up to 236 and a half. If you were going to bet this pre-flop, it sounds like you'd go under that total. I would, because I think it's going to really take a great effort, and you're going to have opportunities, I believe, throughout the game to be able to get off that. And by that, I mean you'll get a number lower than the uh, original number and just go over it. Did you like how I asked you a question, but I answered your question for you as I threw it to you? I said, it looks like you're going to go under here. Yeah, I, I I'm leading that, the witness. I, I, yes, but luckily uh, nobody's paying attention in court here, so we're okay. Chick Jack Johnson next from the Beau Rivage here on the Lombardi Line. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Discover BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Sign up today and win 200 bucks. If you place a $10 money line wager on any NBA playoff game and either team hits a three-pointer, that's going to happen. You're going to win the cash. Just go to BetMGM. This is for new bettors. Use that bonus code VSIN200, VSIN200. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification. Eligibility requirements got to be 21 years or older. 1-800-GAMBLER if you do have an issue. This is the Lombardi line. This is VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VSIN studios here at the South Point. Michael Lombardi, well-deserved vacation. Amal Shaw, shot out of a rocket and a cannon sitting with me today. We appreciate that. As we head out to Biloxi, the Beau Rivage, and say hi to our good buddy, Jick Jack Johnson, Carl Johnson, who runs the race in Sportsbook. And as I welcome you, Carl, it looks like he's at the spa today, which is very cool there at the Beau Rivage. I, we were talking during the break. Amal Shaw was talking about the last movie he's watched. What is the last movie Carl Johnson has seen? Ooh, man, you know what? Uh, let's see here. I. I, uh, the last movie I watched Riddick last night, uh, uh, with, uh, uh, it's where he's in a different world, uh, stuck on a planet by himself. And he's got bounty hunters tracking him down. Would you, would you uh, give me the review. Give me the Jick Jack review. I liked it. You know, I like stuff like that. I didn't know what to expect. Uh, uh, but you know, I enjoyed it. Uh, you know, it was one of them shoot 'em up movies and spaceships and all kind of good stuff. So Carl, <laughs> we joked about it to start, but you're chilling at the spa there at the Beau Rivage. That's legitimately what the spa looks like. That looks like a nice joint there, my man. It is. Look, we, we're going to name this the Lombardi room. I mean, this is where we got to get, we got to get him and this, we got to get Miss Millie down here. You know, yeah, I hope she's with him when he goes to the spa. I would agree with you. Jack, Jack, how's the, where's the interest as far as NBA playoff betting? And you can talk about this. You know, I opened the show discussing kind of the disparity as far as betting the regular season, which you're betting into motivation. You're betting into so many variables that you can't really add up. Where once we get to the postseason, it, you know, you know what you're getting from these teams for the most part. Yeah. And, you know, one of the biggest things for me, you know, in, in my observations of the NBA is, is how much differently it's officiated in the playoffs as opposed to, to regular season. I, you know, I don't, I don't have any desire at all to watch any regular season NBA. I think you can cut the game on the last two minutes and catch the whole story behind the game. Uh, but the playoffs is a little different, you know, uh, playoff NBA basketball, NHL, it's just officiated differently. And I like it. I, I think you make a great point. Obviously, I take you for an optimist saying you can turn on the game with the final two minutes. I was thinking final 30 seconds after I can eliminate those eight timeouts for no reason. <laughs> yeah. it, I mean, it, it makes the last two minutes of an NBA basketball game last, you know, uh, 25, 30 minutes. It's uh, 
you know, I, I just, I don't like that part of it. It drags out way too long. Hey, Carl, we were just talking Memphis and Minnesota there down in Memphis today. BetMGM's reporting 76% of the bets and 78% of the handle on Memphis. So it's a little fishy here because they opened seven and they've been bet back down to six and a half. So the percentage of bets and handle on Memphis, yet we're seeing that number move towards the T-Wolves. Is that the same there at the Beau Rivage? Yeah, it's not quite as high, but it, it, you know, we did open it at six. Uh, well, we opened it at seven, and it's at six and a half, two thirty-six. Now that that totals uh, uh, jumped up a couple of points, uh, and the series price jumped up just a little bit. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's not. I think we're like at sixty-five uh, percent right now on the Grizzlies. In terms of the NBA action, how prominent is it down there? Because I know if you guys would offer action on the spring game for LSU and everybody else in the SEC West, you'd probably do better than you would on the NBA Finals. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it, uh, Amal. They, uh, you know, the, the funny thing down here is they don't really get into the NBA until all this other stuff is over with. You know, uh, when March Madness was going on, uh, you know, our NBA handle was extremely low. Uh, so now, you know, there's there's no football, no college basketball. People are just starting to get into Major League Baseball a little bit. So the, the NBA is taking a little center stage here. And they, we are getting some action. But uh, you're right. It's like a seasonal thing here. Yeah, I, and I don't disagree with the people. I think they're very intelligent. Forget about all that. Let's talk about Bama. When we talk about this offensive line here with the Crimson Tide, offensively, we know they're going to be great with Bryce Young, Dallas Turner, Anderson on that team, elite defense. I'm ready to talk college uh, football. I got you on the show here. I want to talk college football with somebody that is in the heart of college football world. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, I think Alabama's the favorite to win it all again. Uh, you know, that that's based on Nick Saban. I mean, they could basically have anybody on that roster this time of the year, and they're still going to be either one, two, or three. Uh, you know, he just continues to, to recruit the best. Uh, the kids want to go there, and, then, you know, the guy's the best coach in, the, in, in college football maybe ever as far as I'm concerned. I'll get to the Jazz and Mavericks with Carl Johnson, of course, joining us here on the Lombardi line. But I will say, speaking of college football, your boy Coach O at Ogeron hasn't put a shirt on since he got canned. <laughs> No, I know. And look, have, have you seen some of the videos? I mean, he's, he's wild. He's, he's almost getting in some. He's getting in some barroom brawls and stuff like that with these country boys. Right <laughs> yeah, guys, hold on a second, Carl. You know this is true. If I'm going into a fight, I want Ed O on my side. I think he can handle a couple of guys. Yeah. Yeah, he's a monster. I mean, he really is. <laughs> I, I've I've met him a couple of times. Uh, look, that old that old guy stays in shape. You know, he's got like a 20-year-old girlfriend that's keeping him in shape. So, okay. yeah, he's, he's, re he's ready to roll. Oh, boy, Carl Johnson here on the Lombardi line. Did you move, what, almost eight and a half points with the Luka miss? So, I got it opening close to Dallas lane three. Now, we've gone through zero as Amal was uh, illustrating earlier. We're all the way up to five and a half with the Jazz laying it on the road. Is that similar to what you did there at the Beau Rivage? Yeah, so this, this game's been all over the map for us. Uh, I mean, uh, we came out, I think Dallas was minus three. I think, the, you know, that total was up there around 216, 217. Uh, you know, and now, uh, you know, we, we opened uh, uh, this morning. We actually opened at five and a half, 209 and a half. We went to four and a half, wow. 209 and a half. And now we're back to five and a half. So, uh, the, this, uh, you know, this this game is attracting a lot of interest, and right now it's just bouncing all over the place.
Carl, in your part of the country, who's the team people follow there? Obviously the Grizzlies in uh, Western Tennessee, but in terms of other fan bases or interests, the Pelicans have obviously brought some people there, but is there another team that people kind of root or get behind? Uh, you know, the, the Pelicans really take center stage here when they're, when they're playing, um, you know, the, the, the people want them on the big screen. Uh, I would say that we get uh, the next team in line there would probably be Memphis. Uh, but, you know, we're only like 80 miles from, from New Orleans. So okay. uh, they attract a lot of the attention here. How about Toronto Philly today, Carl? You know, if Michael was here, he'd be into this matchup and he'd be betting Toronto if he were. The 76ers open four and a half. They haven't bet up to five. Thibel obviously can play in Philly, but he's not going to travel with the team there to Toronto. Yeah, so uh, pretty similar here. We opened at uh, four and a half, 215 and a half. Uh, we did go to five, and then now we're back to four and a half, 215 and a half. Uh, series price there, uh, minus 185 to, to advance. You know, Carl, uh, it's my fault. I haven't asked you a lot about the NBA, but you and I have very similar interest in terms of what's transpired so far in the first 30, 82 games. I think next weekend would probably be a better time. But I think these early games, I think you have to look towards some of these unders we've seen so far between the play-in games and the tournament, six of the games staying under. For people that might be new to betting the NBA, is that an area you would recommend to potentially lean just because you talked about it earlier? Games are officiated differently and the defensive intensity really rises. Yep. Yeah, I think so. I like the unders in the NBA. And I'll tell you something else. I was listening to you guys before you came on. I think you're, I think the way you're thinking about NBA with the in-game market, look, I'm going to be honest with you, as a betting guy, when I, you know, I spent 10 years living in Vegas, one of my favorite things to do was play in-game NBA. I wouldn't even touch the full games. Yeah. And what I would do is I would take these little three-point uh, games, and you know, I would, uh, when, it's, when the game started, I would get on the plus money line. I mean, there's going to be eight lead changes in that game probably. And then what I would do later on is I'd get on the other plus money line. So, I, you know, I would try to make like 30, 40 bucks a game, cut it off and move to the next game. I, I think in-game wagering for NBA is the way to play this stuff. Patrick, what Carl just said should be replaying on what you missed this week on VEASAN for the rest of the year. He is absolutely spot on in terms of the assessment of how to bet the NBA. That's great advice, Carl. That's why we got him. Hey, quickly, I just got 20 seconds. Another under team in the Warriors hosting Denver. Where are you sitting with the number uh, and the total there? Yeah, so we're steady at six and a half, 222 and a half. That's where we opened it up. Series price, Golden State minus 270. What are you eating today, my man? What's on the menu? Hey, look, I learned something about garbage plate this week from my man, Stephen Bond. Uh, so I'm going to track down. I'm going to learn how to put together a garbage plate. I've had a few people send me some recipes, and I will be tearing one of them up this week. When we come back, I'll give them all the quiz. What is a garbage plate? Carl Johnson, Bo Ravage, Biloxi, Mississippi. You're the best, Jick Jack. Thank you, buddy. Take care, ball. Good seeing you guys. Okay. You too. Thank you. Do you know what a garbage plate is? No clue. Raptors 76ers next. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.